Welcome to Life Decoded. Hi, I'm Nancy Mendez. I believe every life is a story to the world, so make sure it's inspiring. Through my podcast, I'd like to bring to life inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. So let's embark on this journey to get informed and inspired. Today I have on my podcast Brenda LaRose. She is a certified dream builder coach based in Toronto, Canada. For over 20 years, Brenda has been teaching and guiding people in art, public speaking, leadership and business. Brenda encourages and empowers all those that are drawn to her to live their highest vision in the context of love and joy. Hello Brenda and welcome to my podcast Life Decoded. Brenda, I know I introduced you to the listeners, but could you briefly introduce yourself as a dream builder coach? Thank you. I'm delighted to be here today. Thank you so much, Nancy. Uh, as a dream builder coach, um, I am someone who I help them take action toward those dreams because it's one thing to have a dream, but it's an, another thing to actually take those steps. And that can be a little bit um, daunting at times. So uh, what I do is I'm there right by your side to help you take those actions and navigate between the life that you're living now and the life that you want to be living in the future and help you along the way in learning new habits and new skill sets in order to get you to that dream, that dream life that you want to live. So that's why the word dream builder, right? Because it's all about your dreams coming into reality. That's correct. Uh, Okay. So now during these COVID times, how do you get connected to your clients or to your uh, students? Because you coach, how are you connected to them? So as far as connecting, I mean, the internet is a place where uh, people can connect and it's about uh, uh, and being sort of empathetic to what they're going through right now because because a lot of people are faced with uh, challenges right now and uh, their things, their world has totally been turned upside down. So, you know, it's about connecting with them online and just having that conversation with them. And Zoom and other kinds of video conferencing are great tools that um, I can use to connect and Uh, have conversations with people one-on-one and it's also great for group coaching because um, we can connect together be on video and have still have that sense of community uh, that you get when you meet face-to-face although it's not as it's not as good but uh, it is as good as we can do in these times Yes, uh, definitely, because that human touch is not there. But if you have someone to at least be there 
to have a face-to-face -face conversation, either, even if it's virtual, because I know this pandemic has put everyone out of gear and it has affected basically the entire human race. So there are a lot of people are depressed, some have lost their loved ones, some have lost their livelihoods. Really people who have uh, recoiled and have gone into depression, lost their self-confidence. So I'm guessing that with your coaching through a virtual uh, medium, you are sending that message out uh, of motivation to them. What, what are you telling them at this moment? Because for us, like as a coach, you two are also going through that phase of what's, what's happening around us, right? So how do you connect and how do you kind of build that self-confidence within your clientele, like who come to you? Yeah, that's a great question. And uh, what I know and what I've seen is that now more than ever, people are looking for connection and they are looking for support because of the restrictions that we've been under for you know, the last five or six months. And I think that um, it, whatever situation we are in, the power that you have inside you to create your life is more powerful than any situation that you're in. And I've seen this time and time again with um, clients and with friends uh, and acquaintances, people on the internet that I meet and, and am connected with, that they see the situation as an opportunity. And, you know, that's one of the perspectives that I like to bring forward to my clients is that, you know, there are opportunities in this particular time that we have that perhaps we haven't had in the past. No matter what your dream is, um, there are still opportunities that you can take advantage of with the limitations that we have. And sometimes you are forced to get more creative and are actually able to get more creative about your dreams and what you wanna do when there are limitations, as opposed to thinking about, okay, well, I could do anything. What do I wanna do? It actually makes it more difficult to make a decision. So when you are faced with limitations, it actually gets you thinking about what is available to you uh, based on those limitations. So it's kind of an interesting um, thing actually. And there are a lot of people who have had in the past uh, businesses that were face-to-face -face and are finding really creative ways to now turn their business into an online business, right? So if that's your dream is to continue with your business, then that's something that I can help with and I can walk you through things. If it's whatever your dream is though, um, the, the important thing is to have someone who has been there and been through the steps and, and can help you along like a coach. The same as if you're playing hockey or soccer or you're um, a track star or something like that, you need to have a coach who can encourage you and give you the uh, expertise that you need in order to, and guidance in order to know what the next step is. So it's like you develop the skill set based on the challenges that you're facing. Say, 
like for me itself, this was a challenging time because uh, you all of a sudden you are left uh, in your in your little shell and you are not exposed to the outdoors. Then you think, I don't want to watch TV, the depressing news, and then you are you are depressed. Rather, you become creative, like as you said, do something uh, worthwhile. So that and that's what got me started for this podcast. I, uh, as you said, when you are faced with limitations, then you kind of uh, explore your potentials and you just uh, dive into it and you grow from that, right? Uh, you have to be positive even during these challenging times. Uh, in, mm-hmm. in your flyer, um, Brenda, I noticed uh, you had this question. Do you want to discover your true dream or purpose? Can you explain or answer this question for us? So what I've learned is that um, discovering your dream or your purpose is really important. But what I also want people to understand is that you don't necessarily have one passion or one purpose in your whole entire life, right? People have different passions when they're in their 20s than when they're in their 30s, 40s, 50s. So when you think about what your dream is, it's, it's what do you want to work towards now? What do you want to work towards in the near future? Um, and what, what are you passionate about? What lights you up? What uh, gets you excited? And then you take the first steps in that direction. And you just move in that direction. And what you will find is that things open up for you. So you take a step in that direction. And next thing you know, you are connecting with somebody who's going to help you go to the next step and the next step and so on and so forth. But if you hadn't taken that first step in the direction of your dream, you wouldn't have been exposed or found the next step available to you you create like a roadmap and a vision of where you want to achieve or where you want to be, your goal, basically, right? Yeah. yeah, and you have a goal, um, but you need to not be too concerned about the how. You have a goal and you make a few steps, you make a plan of how you're going to get there, but you can't be, you know, it's not something that's set in cement. This is exactly how it's going to go. Sometimes you get there in a different way than you had planned, but it gets you there anyway. And uh, I, I think that that's an important thing to remember when you are, and, and, you know, I think it also helps with the overwhelm because sometimes when you have a really big dream, you can get overwhelmed with, I don't even know how I can get there. I know this is what I want, but it, it just seems like such a huge hill to climb and you just don't even know how to get there. And so, right. But, but when you have a coach, you set up, you make a plan and you figure out what are those little steps that I can be taking every day or every week in order to get to my goal and thinking as you are creating all of these um, steps, when you're creating your plan, is what I'm doing now moving me closer to that dream? And it's the accumulation of all of those little steps, all of those little things that you're doing every day to move yourself closer that actually opens up uh, new opportunities and actually 
helps you get there even faster than you thought possible in many cases. So I would assume that your one of your questions was also in your flyer, which says that you want to achieve greater results with less efforts. So I'm guessing as you draw your roadmap, as you're exploring your roadmap, you kind of get acquainted to the, to the right people. And that's why you can achieve greater results with less mm -hmm. efforts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, besides uh, coaching, what what other things do you do as your co-curricular activities or your hobbies? Thank you. One of my uh, big hobbies is uh, art. I'm uh, an artist and I paint landscapes. It's uh, uh, something that relaxes me and I, great, I uh, get great joy from that. And uh, I'm also uh, going to be starting some online classes for my art as well. So, and you know, my dream eventually is to become an, so, or an artist coach so that uh, I can actually help people realize their dreams of becoming an artist and selling a work or teaching online or whatever their dreams are. So that's kind of my, uh, my little another project uh, of yours. project that I'm working on. Yes. And, and artists are near and dear to my heart because I'm one myself. So did you uh, take any kind of classes for these uh, painting skills that you needed to hone? Uh, I have been painting for over 30 years and I was actually teaching art uh, for about 15 years uh, when I was younger. And then it became a lot of Saturdays and a lot of weekends, a lot of evening work. And my, and my kids were grown and moved out so I needed a change. And, uh, and so I moved uh, back to a nine to five office job. And, uh, but I missed the teaching. I really, I really missed the te teaching. I still continue to paint, um, but I missed the teaching. So I got my certification as an adult education uh, provider and uh, also got my certification as a training and development professional. So I have all of that behind me and, uh, and I'm also a distinguished Toastmaster now. So I have a lot of facilitation skills uh, that I'm planning to use uh, for my online courses. Um, but uh, training really in art has been self-study. So I've gone to courses and gone to workshops and seminars and things like that and learned a lot uh, through that avenue. Uh, so what made that shift from artist to uh, a dream builder coach? Like what is that because you had that in you to teach? Is that why you went into coaching? Yeah, exactly. I, I love helping people. I love serving and uh, I love when people get the aha moments, uh, which I see when I'm teaching art, but also um, I was really drawn to the spiritual part of coaching and uh, helping people who uh, maybe are stuck in their lives. And, and I think uh, to a certain extent, when I started my coaching certification, I was stuck a little bit in my life. And so I was kind of researching it and thinking, oh, this is very good stuff. This is very interesting. This is something that I want other people to have because of all the benefit that I was getting from it. So I went and got my certification and so that I can share it with others and help them along in their path and make their lives uh, more delightful. 
So you are an inspiration to others. Maybe there's someone in your life who has inspired you as well. Could you name that one person who inspired you and why? Oh, one person? That's, I, I know you that's would have tough. many of them. But, <laughs> I uh, do, I for, do. The, yeah. <laughs> for, the, for the sake of, uh, you know, the listeners at yeah. least. Yeah. Sure. So one person in my, the coaching field who inspires me uh, for sure was uh, Mary Morrissey, who uh, has the Dream Builder coaching program. Uh, she is very inspirational to me. And, uh, and it was uh, very emotional when I actually received my certification. So that's kind of how inspiring she is. And I would have to say that another person who's very inspirational to me is uh, Kathy Heller. Uh, who is a podcaster and uh, an author as well. She uh, wrote a book called Don't Keep Your Day Job. And uh, so I, I highly encourage anyone who's looking to uh, do a side hustle or, uh, or actually even leave your day job for something else to go and check out Kathy Heller uh, on Instagram, Facebook, whatever. She's, she's amazing and uh, so inspiring. And, and I think that the thing that I learned from her uh, was the idea of radical empathy, that when you are reaching out to serve people in your field or looking to serve people, it's, it's so important to have that human connection and uh, be there to give them what they need, ask them what they need, and always be generous in giving. And uh, I, I feel like that's the ideal kind of entrepreneur or business person is to uh, be giving and helping people uh, because that, uh, that is what feels right to me spiritually and as a business person. That's, mm -hmm. a, that's a good feeling. Uh, what is the greatest yeah. compliment or a feedback you receive as a coach from your clients or from your students? I would say that uh, from my uh, coaching, the biggest uh, uh, compliment I received was that they felt a lot more confidence in uh, what they needed to do going forward and, and how they needed to move forward because a lot of times people can be stuck in fear and that is so hard to overcome sometimes. Uh, so just them telling me that they now have the confidence to move forward and they are moving forward, they're making their action steps and they're doing it, that, that really uh, makes me feel good. Uh, when I have art students who are uh, painting and learning and growing, I love the look of satisfaction and pride that they have when they've completed a painting that they're happy with and their friends and their family are saying, wow, you painted that? Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. And, and, you know, so it gives them a boost of uh, confidence and, and, and that energy. And right? yeah. yeah. And makes them want yeah. to paint more. Yeah. So I know every, uh, in everyone's life, when you take up another career or you do something different, there are some obstacles. What kind of mm -hmm. obstacles or issues you faced uh, has a coach or anything in your life which you must have had and how did you overcome them? Hmm. Well, that makes me think about um, a book called The Third Door. And uh, 
it's by, I think, Alex Benayan. And he talks about how when you go to a nightclub, there's uh, the main door where everybody's lined up. There's a big, long line around the corner and everybody's lined up there to get in. And then there's the VIP line where there's a shorter line, but, you know, uh, VIP, you have to be a VIP to get in. And what he says is there's always a third door, like, you know, the kitchen door or the backstage or whatever. And the hardest part for anyone that's in the long lineup to get in is to step out of that line and go to that third door. And because then you're giving up the spot you have in that lineup to get in, the comfort zone, right? And, and I think that that is um, something that I learned was that I was afraid to step out. And this was before I started with my coaching and stuff is that I was afraid to step out of my comfort zone. And that analogy really clicked with me and made me think, yeah, there's always a way there. There's always a way you can, you just have to keep thinking about things. Yeah. And be positive. Absolutely. But there's, there's always a third door, you know, Mm -hmm. and you just have to keep looking for it. So, uh, so I really enjoyed that analogy. That's, that's interesting. I didn't know about a third door. Maybe I should explore that (laughs) next time. (laughs) Okay. And uh, so what advice would you give to our listeners who are pursuing to become a coach and who have had faced obstacles? I know you said about a third door, but what is the practical advice you would give to someone who wants to change their career or become a I I think that the one of the best uh, pieces of advice I could give is to reach out to people who are doing what you want to do and talk to them about it ask them what they like about it ask them what challenges they have what challenges they face how they overcame them uh what does a day in the life of you know somebody like that do what is it like um and really kind of test the waters and and try to find out as much as you can about that particular field whether it's coaching or uh, whatever find out you know how does somebody become a coach what are the different ways that you can become a coach do you have to have you know go to college or university or do you you know what how do you do that you know and finding out that information um, will help you with um, sort of getting closer to uh, what uh, what you want to do and knowing if that is something that you want to do. Even if you don't know how to get there yet, if that if the information that you get from those questions helps you, then you know that, okay, this is something that I can pursue. And then through the connections that you've made with people that you've reached out to, um, maybe that you can have someone mentor you or maybe they can suggest somewhere that you can get the information or the training or the knowledge or whatever that you need in order to get to or move towards your dream or your new career. What is the one thing you would want me to ask you, which I have not asked you in today's podcast? Oh, oh, um, (laughs) one thing that, um, you haven't asked oh that's a tough one you're a great interviewer (laughs) um what did I like to do when I was growing up okay 
answer that question now. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> so when I was growing up, I was really into crafts and uh, I loved making crafts for other people. Uh, and uh, I think that's where my uh, interest in art was fostered. And I also really uh, like doing things for other people as well. So that is sort of a combination of what I'm doing now, right? Or, or what I like to do now. And uh, all through my life, I've enjoyed teaching people things and showing them how to do things. And uh, it, it's been something that I've always enjoyed doing, you know, and, and in teaching somebody something, I feel like I'm helping them, whether it's coaching or art or whatever. How would you describe your meat? Um, so in the morning, uh, I have a practice of meditation. I do find that that me time really sets up my day uh, to be in a positive mindset and have um, a good outlook for the day. Um, and I've just recently started exercising, which is really good for me. I've, I've neglected myself for a while, so <laughs> I need to get back to exercising. But um, I also enjoy journaling. And that's, a, again, a practice that I have uh, started recently. So that those, those things are really important and my art. Uh, so me time is often art time. When I'm painting, I, I don't even, I don't eat, I don't drink, I don't, nothing. Like I, I'm just in the zone and I just paint and I'm so involved in what I'm doing. It's almost like a meditation because I don't even, I don't think about anything else. It's just about the painting. And uh, I find that really relaxing and it kind of stops my brain from thinking about other things and getting and a sense of self-satisfaction. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I really like the idea that when I'm finished painting for the day, I've been productive and I don't know, that's, that's nice. I, I, so I prefer painting to watching TV. Uh, yeah. So you juggle your time very well between your work and doing all these other things on in your area yeah. of expertise. Uh, that's a good thing. That's a plus. And that's, that's what inspired me. And uh, actually when I read about you, in uh, the flyer, you were supposed to do a coaching class for our club, which never happened because of the pandemic. Yeah. And I'm so glad yeah. that I could have you on uh, as a guest today on my podcast and uh, experience your story and to get inspired by it. I thank all the listeners for listening to my podcast. And I thank Brenda for coming and giving us her inspiring story. And it was a pleasure to have her on my podcast. Thank you very much and have a nice day. Thank you for having me. That was an amazing story. To hear more such inspiring stories, log on to my website, lifedecoded.com. That's L-I-F-E-D-C-O-D-E-D.com. And subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Listen anytime and anywhere on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Castbox, Breaker, Overcast, Pocketcast, and Radio Public. Until next time, stay safe and inspired.